This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Time now for us to catch up with our regular fortnightly quarter with friends from Orokanui Eco Sanctuary. Taylor Davies College joins us on the line now. Morena, good to have you with us, Taylor. Morning, Jeff. It's good to be here. I uh, before we start talking about uh, what's going on up at Orokanui, I need to uh, spend some time talking to you about uh, how you got to work recently on World Car Free Day. Crikey, um, a marathon, twenty-three k walk to work. Well done, Taylor. Yeah, uh, it was it was a lot of fun, but yeah, no, I, I do have uh, have had sore legs over the weekend. That's for sure. <laughs> um, and just you know, just so people can get the, this in their head. Just tell us a little bit about the route that you took to get to the Orokini Eco Sanctuary that day. Yeah, well, so I live up in uh, Waverley, and so I dropped down to the harbour, walked around Portsmouth Drive, uh, cut through the octagon, then basically walked all the way up George Street until I got to the North East Valley, walked all the way up the North East Valley, uh, went up the Fiennes Gully to get up to up to Kapakotomahaka, Mount Cargill, along... Um, Mount Cargill to uh, the organ pipes, then joined the road again there, then went around um, the road till I got to Green Road and then cut across um, that to get round to Autokanui. So yeah, about 20, 25 k's all up. Goodness great. How long did that take you, Taylor? It took me just uh, about 4 hours 20 minutes, so that took slightly longer than I'd hoped. Um, but I think the um, you know the time I spent up on Cargill slowed me down a little bit, but it was worth going up that way, I think, because it was a really nice walk. And then it was a full day at work at Orokanui Eco Sanctuary. Yeah, we had Andy Bakindi up there, which was awesome, and um, and then after that I had to walk the six kilometres down to Waitati to catch the nearest bus. <laughs> well, look, if you're ever uh, considering um, World Car Free Day again, listeners, perhaps consider Taylor's example. It might not be too much for you to hop out and spend an le- extra half an hour walking to work or scooting to work or biking to work, and perhaps so uh, you want to try that a little bit more often. But, Taylor, you probably won't be doing that every day. No, no. I mean, it's, um, it's, it's not something you can do every day. It's certainly something I think I'll do again. But, I mean... You know, it's exactly right, Jeff. The whole the whole point of Car Free Days is, is to kind of start those discussions about, you know, we can, we might be able to walk to work or we might be able to scoot to work. And then places where, you know, like Watakanui, where it, we really shouldn't have to walk to work to Watakanui, you know, um, and and discussions about where we can upgrade our, our public transport infrastructure so that people who might not have cars can visit places like Watakanui and uh, the peninsula and, Sinclair Wetlands to see wildlife without having a car. Yeah, you would have got a really uh, clear sense of uh, of what that's like for uh, road users other than vehicle users as you were uh, mm. making your way around there, Taylor, no doubt. Absolutely, yeah. You you know, it was great when I was on some of the footpaths and walking tracks, but then certainly when I was on the road, it's a pretty intimidating place to be. It was a very narrow verge in a lot of places, and yeah, it's... um. If we're trying to create a more inclusive, uh, you know, community for everyone, no matter how they're getting to work or visiting places, we might need to think about how we use those spaces better. Indeed. Well, we've just come uh, out of a, a long weekend. Of course, uh, 
uh, Arakanui Eco Sanctuary was uh, open for Queen Elizabeth II's Memorial Public Holiday. No doubt uh, many uh, families and individuals taking the opportunity to, to uh, spend some time in the beautiful nature. Uh, and, uh, of course, things are happening all the time at the Eco Sanctuary, as we always find out when we talk uh, every fortnight on this section of the Awesome Morning Show. Uh, but a nice um, recent-ish discovery when your conservation manager was out there changing the trail camera batteries uh, at the Takahe Nest. Tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, our conservation manager was out there. We, we, when, we, when the nest is at a certain stage, we put cameras out there so we can hopefully catch um, a glimpse of the chicks to see how they're doing. And uh, as our conservation manager was out there changing the batteries, he could hear the peeping of one of the chicks and could actually see one of them hatching. So that's super exciting for us. We haven't confirmed yet whether the other egg is hatched, um, but we're still in the very early stages. So uh, Waimari Ash was sitting on those um, chicks, kind of keeping them nice and safe. And then she'll start to maybe wander them off the nest this week. Well, we'll um, keep watching the Orokinui Eco Sanctuary's Facebook page for updates on that too. And if you're visiting the Eco Sanctuary, no doubt you can talk to Sanctuary staff about what's happening with those Takahe chicks. Uh, you know, um, in, endangered life, but new life. And uh, it's uh, so encouraging when when you get these, uh, these um, what seem like small achievements, but they're actually major achievements, aren't they, Taylor? Absolutely. When you've got a, with Takahe, there's only about sort of four, uh, 500-ish now. So, you know, every every new Takahe does make a difference. And they're also kind of a representation of how far we've come in terms of the conservation of this species, where, you know, for for 50 years they were thought to be extinct. And then from 1948 onwards, they've been really, really threatened. And so every new chick makes a big difference. Your education team has been busy as as usual, and uh, you've had recent visits, for example, from uh, students from the School of Geography and the Department of Zoology. What did you spend time doing with them, Taylor? Those were those were. It's great, always great to have uh, the University of Otago groups come through. Like we really enjoyed engaging with them. Um, they're always super interested to be there, and that's and that's a lot of fun. With geography, we were looking at sort of. Uh, sustainable land management, changes in the landscape over time, and what we can do to manage land in a way that is uh, beneficial to it. So, you know, that we're taking a, a restorative approach rather than a decorative approach. Um, and, yeah, and, and, yeah, with the zoology group, there are huge conservation, uh, you know, stars there, our next generation of botanists and ecologists and zoologists. And uh, we really just wanted to give them a bit of a taste of the kind of mahi that we do at Aurokanui and ways that they can kind of... Con- conservation now and in the future. And Taylor, of course, you're always welcoming the opportunity to work with school groups as well. Um, perhaps you could tell us a, a little about you know, what's, what's on offer for, for schools and, and how um, schools might facilitate visits and, and, and experience at Orokanui. Absolutely. So our visits uh, generally go for about four hours, and during that time, we take schools out into the sanctuary. We, of course, spend most of our time out in the forest where, you know, where all the wildlife is. We do a couple of activities and we see as much wildlife as we can and we have some immersive experiences where we're getting out into the forest and, and really being out there, which is a cool thing because it's not something that all kids get to do all the time these days. Um, but really, in terms of content of the program, we, we usually do a very general kind of 
conservation, ways that we protect wildlife, ways that other people can protect wildlife at home sort of thing. But we can really tailor that to whatever schools are learning in class. So if a school's focusing on a particular piece of the curriculum or a particular uh, like strand of knowledge at the moment, we can link in with that and provide something that really supports whatever they're doing in class. What's the best way to get in touch? Email me, um, which is taylor at autokanui.nz. Nice and simple. And, of course, we're focusing, uh, naturally enough, Taylor, at this time on the change of seasons, and now we've got, uh, we're have got we into daylight saving time, the, uh, the evening stretch on a, a little bit more. But um, one of the opportunities that this opens up is uh, to visit the Eco Sanctuary for one of their dusk tours. Tell us about those. Absolutely. So coming up for the next, uh, in the next couple of weeks, we've got dusk tours, which is super exciting because... You know, we have a lot of amazing wildlife at the sanctuary that people see all the time during the day, but there's a whole other set of amazing creatures that are only coming out at Te Poor, coming out at night time. And so these dust tours are a great opportunity for people to come interact with some of this wildlife, things like some of these amazing invertebrates that are out crawling around at night, but also kind of just experience the forest in a very different way. At night, we can't see very far. We have to rely on our senses. And it is a very different experience. Uh, so that's super cool. So we've got a couple of those coming up in the first set is next weekend. And they are looking like they might book out. So if people are interested in them, definitely head to our website's booking page and see if they can find any spots. Very special experience. Just uh, one of the many that you can have there. Of course, uh, you can visit um, at other times and in the normal hours and um, experience this transition into spring. It's a beautiful time to visit and uh, Orokunui Eco Sanctuary and ORFM's awesome morning show have a family pass to give away for you to do just that uh, in a moment. Uh, Taylor, thanks so much for taking some time to join us again here on ORFM. We look forward to catching up with you and the team from Orokunui Eco Sanctuary in a couple of weeks' time. Fantastic. Thanks, Jeff. It's always good to catch up with you too. Kia ora. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.